Hello everybody and welcome back to the podcast. My name's Amber and I am the host of To Be Candid. Welcome if you're new and if you're not new, thanks so much for being here and coming back. Episode one and two is finally out. It's it's done, it's up. Um, This is the third episode. So if you haven't already, please go ahead and leave a review. It's how other people find the podcast and I would also just really love to hear any feedback you have so far. So go ahead and leave a review. You can do it on any place where you listen to your podcasts so that would be really cool if you could do that and also don't forget you can also follow us on at to be candid podcast which is our instagram page where i post loads of like behind the scenes hints at future episodes and you can also be involved in future episodes if you want to so make sure you check that out as well but as for today we are talking all about making new friendships in 2021 what a year 2020 has been what a year I can only imagine 2021 is going to be, fingers crossed. And I think as technology and life evolves, making friends gets harder and harder. So I do want to just share kind of my backstory with making friends as well as some really good tips that I've learned semi-recently and have been really, really helpful to me. But as always, we are going to start with a little life update, except I feel like this life update is more of a story time, if I'm honest, because... I'll just get right into it. A couple of days ago, I was like, oh, the radiator's leaking a bit. Like, it was just a bit, like, dripping. And I could tell because the carpet around the radiator was wet, which is what, like, alerted me to it. It's like, oh my gosh, what a plava. So I had to get Christian in, my boyfriend, and he was like, oh yeah, I can totally do this. Like, looked up a YouTube video, like, yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it. Um, Took, I don't even know what you call it, a wrench, I think. An adjustable wrench to the end of the radiator safe to say the end of the radiator basically exploded imagine a fire hydrant you know the ones you see in the movies where there's water jetting out of them that was my radiator in my bedroom and christian was currently wearing white trousers so that was a a bad judgment call on his half um but yeah water brown sludge not water brown sludge basically everywhere all up the walls And Christian was getting so mad. He was trying to stop this water, just getting so frustrated. And I couldn't help but laugh. I thought it was the funniest thing, seeing him, like, hunch over this spurting grey brown goop. It was hilarious. Um, And obviously, the more I laughed, the more annoyed he got. But got my flatmates in. We kind of sorted it out, wrapped some towels around it. But then had to go about, I reckon, like, 36 hours. So it wasn't a huge amount of time. But with no heating or hot water... And guys, January in London is freaking cold, let me tell you that much. Um, We were all bundled in scarves and blankets. We had hot water bottles going. We're really lucky in the sense that we have a heated blanket in our bed, so I was nestled under there. Um, But Krishna had like hot water bottles in his office and stuff. I had to have a cold shower. Not the one. I don't know how people do that out of choice. I know it's supposed to be really good for you, but... It was rather painful, let me tell you, but the plumbers have since been out, it's all fixed, and I'm currently sat in my bedroom at the foot of my bed with the radiator lovely, warm, warming my back. It's gorgeous. So, yeah, that was just a little life update, a little thing that happened recently. A little bit of drama, I guess, in the flat, but like I said, London's still in lockdown, we're still 
very much like complete lockdown can't go anywhere so I feel like my life updates are going to be starting to get a little dry with less and less going on especially now that some of my work hours have been reduced so I'm not nannying as much as I used to so very interesting times all around but I'm just happy to be back living in a warm house so without further ado let's get into the podcast and making new friendships in 2021. So I guess for this podcast to like really make sense I need to talk about my kind of past experiences or past struggles with making friends because I mean don't get me wrong I'm quite a confident person I'm very chatty and I'm, I consider myself a people person like I like being around people but I never felt like growing up I never felt like I was a friend's first choice you know how people like call you up like or don't call you up and say oh do you want to hang out or oh I've got a spare few hours or oh, I'm not doing anything right now do you want to hang out or do something I was never a person who got those calls or those texts which is fine because I didn't necessarily mind being the first to do that but after a certain amount of time or doing that so many times it was kind of like why isn't anyone asking me to hang out it was kind of a strange feeling to have and I think I find it really hard to trust new friends. I'm not sure why, I'm just always a bit wary. Um, and I, I find it hard to think that, oh, this friend that I've just met randomly, I'm still going to be friends within 10 years time or 20 years time, whatever. So then I feel like it's hard for me to open myself up, I guess, to those kind of people. Um, so I just find that I can be quite wary around making new friends. I currently have a very close-knit group of friends I have a childhood friend who I've known I think since I was like two or three I'm now 23 so you can do the math but a very very long time um and she's like my just my ultimate best friend we went to the same sec no we went to the same primary school same secondary school different sixth forms and different unis I've got two best friends from my university and another best friend who currently lives in New Zealand. So talk about friends moving away and everything. She's moved back to New Zealand, but she was like such a good friend for a solid year, which we're going to get into a little later on. Um, So I definitely have very close friends from like my school and uni years. And obviously I haven't had a proper career yet, like office or colleague based job. So I haven't made friends with like any of my colleagues, which I know quite a few people find really good friendships in their offices and jobs. And I also feel like with school and uni and stuff, it's quite easy to make friends because you kind of have that sink or swim feeling like we're going to stick together and we're going to get through this because we don't know anyone else. And obviously it felt organic, but also like that was at the back of your minds. Like you meet those people and you hang out with them because it feels natural and you get on and you have similar personalities or similar interests or whatever. But I do think there is something to the fact that it's like oh we're in this together we're going through the same experiences together and that's instantly something you can bond over whereas I feel like when you get older and you meet friends out of uni and out of school it's then harder because everyone's circumstances and situations are so so different and usually you're all doing different jobs or going through something completely separate in your life so then I think it becomes a little harder to make friendships for sure. And that's not to say like every friend that you're going to make in school or uni is going to be for the long term. Like sometimes it only works for a short term. I think because of the fact that you're just 
instantly gravitated towards each other because you want an ally in school sometimes and then slowly as the term progresses or as the school year progresses you find that actually they're not really your kind of people or actually your timetables are completely different and you can never hang out or you have very differing opinions on certain things and you just slowly kind of drift apart and I think it's really important to learn that not to take that personally I guess because I feel like if you did it could be quite intimidating moving forward in new and different friendships but it's just life like life happens it's a natural cycle to make friends for certain seasons grow out of friends move away from friends and those friendships to kind of simmer down or drift away um but I think at school you definitely feel that especially at uni like I felt like the first term of uni I had just so many friends I was hanging out with so many different people because you do just have that fear of being on your own at uni so you try and make really quick friends with as many people as possible and then by kind of the end of third year you found your true people do you know what I mean like you're really settled down in the friendships you're in and you'll notice that quite a lot of the people you hung out with in first year you may not even talk to anymore and that's completely okay and obviously that's not to say that sometimes it sticks you know hopefully for a lifetime like the girls that I'm friends with now from uni like my two best friends we I think we started talking to each other because we were in a group together in year one of uni we all did the same course so again we also had something instantly in common I guess but yeah we all started doing group work together and it just stuck like three four years later we're still best friends so it's not to say like every friendship you make in school or uni isn't gonna last because it definitely is like me and my friend Brooke my childhood friend we became really good friends in year eight of school so I don't know how old you are then like 13 I want to say maybe 14 um and, I, and we're t- 22 23 now and she's like my best friend in the entire universe so (laughs) that's definitely lasted for a very long time so yeah you kind of have to take friendships from school I think with a pinch of salt but all that to say like you don't really get that experience again later on in life unless you do go back to do like a PhD or you are in a similar role as someone like in your workplace or your colleagues and things like that. I do think it's really important to be open to making friends like you can have some really like unmatched experiences with friends like I feel like everyone is an expert it's something everyone has something to teach you you can learn a lot from different people and it's just fun to meet new people to have those new experiences and to have different conversations and know people from different backgrounds who aren't exactly the same as you you can really learn a lot about different cultures different opinions and just kind of become a more rounded person through your friendships I definitely place a huge value on having a sense of community and a network, especially when living far from home. Like I'm originally from Bournemouth, so I currently live in London, which is like a two and a half hour journey, which isn't that bad, obviously, but it's not like I can pop round to my mum's house for a cup of tea, especially not now, obviously, but kind of talking out of 2020. Um, But yeah, it's not like I have that sense of community. So having people around me knowing like, or if something went wrong, I could pop round to so-and-so's house. Or if I really needed to, I could stay at so-and-so's house or whatever. Um, it's just nice to know that you have allies around you and you have a sense of community and people that you can meet up with and hang out with and not feel so like isolated or alone. And I think that's very true when you are living in a city with so many people. You can just feel like a face among the crowd. So it's quite nice to know that you have a specific select group of people around you who love you who are there to support you and that you can lean on in hard times and I guess even though I have obviously my boyfriend of five years he lives with me everything like that like I'm never 
on my own. I'm never necessarily lonely. I think it is important to have a circle larger than yourself with different lies from you, just again, so you can have that different perspective. Even if it's a different perspective on your own problems or your own life, you're asking for like advice from them or you're confiding in them. Sometimes it's nice to be able to do that outside of your relationship or outside of someone that's super close with you or someone that lives with you and just kind of get an outsider's view on certain things. And it just means that you can grow to be bigger than yourself. I can bring influences from my friendships into my relationship. I can have fun stories with Christian about things I've done with my friends. And I do find it really, what's the word? Really? I don't know what the word is, but I find it really nice to be able to do that. So then I guess we'll get into my previous attempts at making friends. Because like I said, I moved to London when I was... mm, 17, very nearly 18 for my first year of uni. So I've lived here now for like five years probably. Um, so I have had my my ups and downs with friendships, making friends, losing friends, drifting apart from friends, attempting to make friends, all of these things. So I really wanted to share some kind of life lessons and experiences from that. I think, like I said, at the start of sixth form even, maybe if we take it right back to sixth form when I was still living in Bournemouth, obviously, you're ch- anytime you change school again you have that sense of like oh my gosh I don't want to be by myself and trying to fi- form ally- uh, form allies and find friendships as quick as possible and I think I thought it was really important at the start of sixth form to make as many friends as I possibly could so on my first day I found the biggest table of girls there was probably like 12 of them sat around a table didn't know a single soul and I went down and sat in the middle of that table and just kind of from then on was determined to make these people my friends which was kind of a strange feeling to be honest and I think I learned the hard way that quantity or like quantity is not as important as what's the word quality that's it quantity was not as important as quality and as I'm sat here right now so what like four years on from sixth form five years on from sixth form I don't speak to a single one of those girls now don't get me wrong if I was stuck in Bournemouth and I had a real problem or I needed someone and I texted one of them I'm sure one of them would come and help me out because they are nice girls they're lovely people there's nothing wrong with them but they weren't my people they still all hang out like a lot of them stayed in Bournemouth and didn't go uh, move away from uni that was also another reason why those friendships kind of drifted apart because I was like over 100 miles away so it was harder to catch up and be on the same schedule and hang out and things um but I think if I had taken time to evaluate what kind of things were important to me what was important to me in a friendship and kind of took more time and was like more selective with who I wanted in my circle I feel like those friendships would have lasted for longer but I was so eager and so quick to make friends quickly and have an identity as part of a group I guess that I was willing to stick with those girls for two years don't get me wrong we had some really great times really fun memories and I do look back on that time fondly but it's just a shame that none of those friendships lasted longer than that they kind of lived and died within the sixth form um, and I feel like that could have been a lot of a different story so one little lesson I learned there Then I kind of already touched on like friends in uni and things, but I also did an internship where I tried to make friends with some of the people in that office setting. Obviously, they were a lot older than me because they were already established in their careers, whereas I was doing it as part of 
my university degree and I feel like I could have been seen as almost desperate in my attempts at making friends, not to say like I was begging people to hang out with me or begging to get coffee after work or whatever, but I just felt like in a lot of scenarios I was kind of left out of the picture because I was a bit younger and because I was new to the company and things, so that just made it a little bit harder as well. So I would say to consider how you feel about yourself when you're making friends like make sure that you're comfortable in your own skin and you are comfortable being alone if you had to be or if you needed to be and not to put too much stress or focus on making friendships especially like don't like select out one person and force them to be your friend you know what I mean like you are going to be my friend this is going to be a friendship this is going to work because you immediately just put too much pressure on it I think it's the same in relationships and then you do come across as like a little bit needy or a little bit desperate which I think to anyone is a turn off just make yourself available that you're open to make friends um, and just see where it goes so yeah after my internship fails after some of my uni friends had moved away I was doing this year an internship and I wasn't really having any friendships outside of that job because everyone was kind of doing their own thing, had moved home from uni, etc, etc. I turned, oh, I'm not sure if you can hear that, I think there's construction going on downstairs, sorry about that. Um, I turned to an app. We're living in the digital age, if people can find relationships, boyfriends, husbands, wives on an app, why couldn't you find a friend? So I tried out Bumble BFF, which was super intimidating. I didn't even know it was a thing. I think I did some research on like making friends in London and someone said like, or one of the articles said, why don't you try an app? And Bumble BFF was recommended. And I was just kind of in the headspace of like, what do I have to lose at this point? Like if I want to meet up with someone, if I can, if I don't, there's nothing forcing me to. Like I'm not signing a contract or anything that I have to meet this person. I can just have a chat with a girlfriend or whatever. Um, And it was really interesting. You kind of set up your profile, you choose a picture, you write a little bit about yourself, like what your likes are, what you do in your spare time. And then it's literally like Bumble. You just scroll through different accounts and profiles. You can set up your radius, like how far you want them to live away from you. You can set up whether you're looking for guy friends or girlfriends. You can set their age range if you want to. It was a little bit strange in the sense that to start with, I was really reading each profile and was super like, keen on what they had to say and then it kind of turns into a game I think like any dating app or friendship app it turns into a game and I was just looking at the picture which was so strange because it's like how can you tell who's going to be a good friend based on their face like in terms of a relationship obviously you have to be attracted to them but a friendship you really don't so that was kind of a weird like interesting experiment to to be part of all this to say though I spoke to quite a few people on there seeing like what clicked what didn't kind of just starting off with like a bit of get to know you a bit of banter to see what happens like whether you reckon like a normal organic friendship could form from that initial chat and I actually met up with someone on Bumble BFF Karen if you're listening I love you she turned out to be one of my best friends guys I would highly recommend a friendship app but we went on our first date I'm using quotation marks you can't see them because this is a podcast but I was super nervous and it was actually like going on a blind date because obviously I'd only ever seen the photos from her profile we had chatted and stuff like via text or whatever but I don't think we would ever even called each other or anything but we met up at London Bridge and had a drink and then met up every week after that (laughs) but we had such a fun time getting to know each other like hanging out and it was just meant that I could 
form a friendship on an app it was really really strange to think about especially now because it feels like the longest time ago like another lifetime ago um and even though she was the only friend that I met on that app I don't think I kind of branched out further than that it was well well worth it so if you are thinking about trying a friendship app I would definitely recommend there's also a few groups on Facebook that you can join I'm part of the London's Lonely Girls Club I think it's called on Facebook and it's just a place for people to go chat to new people you can put a post on there like oh I've got Sunday afternoon where I'm not doing anything does anyone want to go for a walk around I don't know Clapham Common or whatever and people can reply and you can meet up with some people so again just a chance to introduce to someone yourself to someone new that you otherwise would not have met. I think another thing I learned from making friends with Karen on the app is to make friends with your friends' friends, which is kind of confusing, but something I discovered like within the last years or so, which I don't know why I didn't realise this sooner, is that we have this weird mentality, at least I did, in like secondary school, primary school, of like, oh no, that's my friend or my friend from science class, can't mix with my friend from English class or whatever, which is so wrong. Like, you have something in common with both of those people it's silly to think that both of those people wouldn't get on with each other and I think my community here in London is made up a lot of my friends and my friends friends and they slowly but surely turn into your friends I'm saying friends so much it's getting very confusing but basically like I met Karen on Bumble BFF and she probably introduced me to like 10 different girls who I then hung out with as a group or independently and even like went on trips with and they were not my initial connections or relationships or anything like that but Karen was nice enough to introduce me to those girls and then that could grow on its own independently from mine and Karen's friendship which was so so fun and interesting to see and then like I said my friend Brooke recently moved to London she lives like 10 minutes away from me which is the best thing ever but she's currently living with other girls who I now and will again once London is back up and running spend time with and hang out with a lot so they are friendships that I can work on and develop and grow on my own independent from mine and Brooke's relationship or friendship which has obviously been going for much of a longer time so I would definitely say if you are struggling to find friends or make new connections which I do think is the hardest thing especially now like we're not going out as much or we're not speaking to as many new people like it's very rare that you see a girl in a supermarket or whatever and you strike up a conversation usually everyone's like got their airpods in doing their own thing but maybe just look around you look at your friends around you and see who their friends are and whether there's an opportunity for you to meet their friends like as long as they're not protective like I said at the start of this is my group of friends you can't be friendly with my friends which I do think is quite an immature mindset to have like we're all adults people have their own opinions and want to do their own things their own intentions so why can't you be friends with your friends friends I think it's just a really great way to meet like-minded people that I guess have almost already been vetted by your friends like they consider that person a good person so why wouldn't you I also think a really cool idea would be to have a party or host an event where each person brings a friend and chat to those people and then like do it again and widen the circle each time I just think that would be so interesting like if you hosted a dinner party or something for six people and each of those six people brought a friend that 
they were close with but you hadn't necessarily met before. You can only like imagine that kind of experience, how much fun you guys would all have at the table getting to know each other and what potential connections and networking and friendships could grow from that. I think it's a really interesting idea. And then eventually you can ask those 12 people to bring another 12 people and just keep widening your circle and meeting new people. Like I said, I do really believe like everyone is an expert at something, everyone has something to teach you. So even if you just do it once and you don't make any connections with those six people, you will learn something either about yourself or about them from doing that. The next topic I want to talk about is vulnerability, which again is something I've learned very recently. Um, And I feel like to make friends, to make those deep connections, you have to be vulnerable. And in fact, Gretchen Rubin has a really great chapter all about this in The Happiness Project, which is her book and I would highly recommend reading. It's a really great read Um, and she talks a lot about friendships and connections and focusing on your friends in the new year and things. Um, But you have to be willing to put yourself out there and make conversation and have your first impression be judged and then face rejection potentially. Like it's a lot to ask of yourself and the best way to do that is to be open-minded, be vulnerable and put yourself out there. I really do believe the most deep and meaningful friendships I have are with the people I feel as though I can say anything to or I can open up to and not be afraid that it's going to be held against me. Now, I'm not saying you need to go around shouting your deepest, darkest secrets and seeing what sticks, but if someone offers you a funny anecdote or a recent heartbreak or like an awkward situation they encountered, give something back and open yourself up to share in that person's vulnerability. Now, I have had some trial and error with this. I recently met up with some friends' friends and was like, I am going to be vulnerable. Even on the journey there, I looked at myself in the car mirror, was like, you're going to make friends with these people, you're going to be open, you're going to be vulnerable, you're going to tell them things that you wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable telling strangers, you're going to consider them like you're already friends. And I think I was a bit too intense with it. I basically was just like... I think we should share a secret and it was just like kind of weird time let me just preface this by saying I was probably like three glasses of wine deep at this point but it was just a little bit awkward like it wasn't necessarily like an organic moment where someone shared something with me and I could share something back it was kind of like forced vulnerability at that stage and just because I felt comfortable doing it didn't necessarily mean they felt comfortable doing it because like I said I was kind of a stranger like we had mutual friends but they didn't know me they didn't know what I would do with that information um so I think it's nice to bear in the back of your mind maybe that you're going to be vulnerable and open-minded and treat people's stories and openness with respect and kind of give back to those people who are willing to be vulnerable with you but don't necessarily go with the aim that you're going to be the most vulnerable you've ever been and you're going to force friendships So yeah, I think whilst all connections aren't going to turn into friendships and all friendships aren't necessarily going to last a lifetime, I really hope this has given you a fruit, a fruit, goodness me, I've been talking for far too long, a few tips and reassurance, I guess, that it's okay to feel lonely, it's okay to want to make more meaningful connections in your life and it's okay to be a little bit vulnerable with a stranger even if you meet them online or through an app. I think I'm going to leave this podcast here a little bit of a shorter one but I just wanted to give you some reassurance that everyone kind of feels the same at different stages in their life where 
they have really good moments in the friendships and then not some not so good ones and they're seeking friendships but don't know how or they don't really know how to approach making connections or approach existing connections or their friends friends and things like that so I do hope you found this podcast useful please don't forget to leave a review if you have any thoughts or opinions on the podcast I would love to hear them and go and head over to at to be candid podcast where you can join in on the fun and future episodes that is all from me i will be back next tuesday with a brand new episode so i will see you then bye